Hello, I'm Gwenna Lathland, and this is the Mama Cusses Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all the cussable moments in parenting. Disclaimer, the Mama Cusses Podcast may have curse words, profanity, or adult topics. Okay, it will definitely have those things. If you have sensitive littles listening with you, now might be the time to pop on those headphones or go hide in the bathroom with your grown-up juice. Today's episode is brought to you by The Coldest Water. The Coldest Water Bottle was invented by a team of engineers set on waging war against our common enemy, heat. The Coldest Water Bottle keeps your drink cold for up to 36 hours. With the true double stainless steel wall, it is engineered like no other. The Coldest Water Bottles are BPA-free, sweat-proof, and odor-resistant. Named Best Water Bottle of the Year by Men's Health, Mashable, Forbes, and Business Insider, it's the bottle you've been looking for. You can check it out at thecoldestwater.com. Enter promo code GWENA for 10% off your order. That's thecoldestwater.com and promo code GWENA. All right, let's get this shit going. Today, I am incredibly excited to welcome my friend Emily Supio from Cozy Clicks. Now, she is a photographer, and today we're going to be talking about some really, really important stuff that every mom ever fucking hates, and that's getting a good photo of your kids because that's impossible, and putting yourself in the damn photo. Emily, how are you today? Hi, Gwenna. I'm great. And thank you so much for having me on your show today. Absolutely. So, Emily, tell me, what what does your home look like? How many crotch goblins do you have? Do you have a partner somewhere in the mix? My house is absolutely crazy. And I, <laughs> I love your reference to um, my little kiddos. But yes, I've got four kiddos. Um, tw- well, on Friday, uh, my oldest will be 12. So almost a teenager, thinks he's a teenager already. Um, I have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 6-year-old um, who also thinks he's a teenager. Um, yes. And my husband's here too. We've got two cats. We have a hermit crab and we just also bought a puppy last week. So our house is just, it's just a mad house here. Always fun. Always good times, but always just mad. <laughs> the puppy, the puppy is what killed me. I'm like, all right, four kids, husband, got it, got it. Puppy. You willingly got yep. a puppy? Yep. Well, you know, like it's been, I, you know, I was either pregnant or breastfeeding, I feel like for so like 10 yeah. years, it was just back to back kids. And now that my youngest is, um, he just turned six. So we're kind of like, well, I, you know, I kind of just need something to take care of again. And the kids have been begging for a puppy. So like, all right, let's, let's make this happen. And we, it was just happened that we found one at a rescue and it was just perfect for us. And the timing just seemed to be good. So yeah, we just went with it. Right. Absolutely. All right, so let's let's get down to it. So I I know for me, I am not model sized. I am not Instagram perfect most of the time. I love taking pictures and the advent of the smartphones and everyone's got a camera phone and a video recorder carrying around all the time. We take a billion photos of our kids. I mean, they're just everywhere. And half of them, I 
in fact, before we started recording, I went through and looked at all of the pictures I have taken of my kids and they are half blurred. Uh, it looks like I may have wounded them right before I snapped the picture, even though they were laughing when I was taking the camera out. What are your top tips in getting kids to take a good photo, especially when you're aiming for like a candid moment? Like, how do we not get the demon goblin swipe thing that happens? Right. And that's such a good question. And, you know, as you're talking about all these pictures on your camera roll, all of those are great to have. You know, they're great memories. And sometimes the most, the pictures that are not perfect, that are kind of blurry, or the kids are making a, you know, a kooky little face. It's just, you know, those ones are wonderful and they're great memories to have. But if you are looking to maybe just have some pictures that are looking a little more professional looking or you just, you know, you just want to capture ones that maybe you could print or put on a a holiday card or whatever, there are some things that you can do and you don't even need to have a, you know, a fancy camera or DSLR camera to do that. You can take great pictures of your kids with a smartphone, you know, with a point and shoot camera. First thing, um, make sure that, you you know, don't force your kids ever to take a picture or don't force your kids to like, look at me, smile, look at the camera, because a lot of times people just do that. And you're going to get either one angry faces because (laughs) they don't want, you know, they don't want to be put on the spot like that. Um, Most kids don't want to be models, so they just don't want their picture taken. And as moms, we're always saying that, you know, they're hearing that all the time. So they get tired of it real, real quick. Right. Um, and so you, you want to try to take pictures of them when they know that it's going to happen. So a lot of times with my kids and because I am a professional photographer, they know that the, you know, that camera, I always want to have it in their face, but I try to make specific times for them and say, you know, okay, um, I want to, you know, I want to get great pictures of you guys today or all four of you together, you with a new puppy. So we're going to do that later on tonight or next week on Monday. So I let them know ahead of time and kind of give them just the respect that, yes, I want to take photos of them and we're going to do it at a a specific time. See, Um, I love the idea of respecting your kids' time and energy to take a picture of them. Yes, there will always be the candid shots and, oh my God, that's so cute, especially when you've got toddlers on the table. But as they get older, like it's it's such an important thing to give them the respect. Like I'm not giving you the option. I'm taking the fucking picture, but just know I will be taking the picture and yeah. be mentally ready for that. Yeah. So that help really does help kids a lot. And it helps, you know, it helps toddlers a lot too. You know, the kids, even, you know, as a two or three-year-old, they understand that they're, you're training them early on. You're probably training them from day one, right? When they, you know, pop out of you, you've got that phone, you've got that camera in their face. So they know, you know, they know what's coming. So even if you're telling your, your two, three-year-old, Hey, I'm going to take pictures of you while we, you know, paint later today, or when we're playing Play-Doh, I'm going to be taking a lot of pictures of you. That way they just kind of know ahead of time that, yeah, you're going to have your camera, you're going to have your phone in their face. And starting from a young age doing that too, kind of just preps and prepares them so it's not all the time in their face. Yeah. But kind of going off for another tip for getting great candid pictures of your kids is just like what I said before, when they're going to do an activity and you tell them, you know, later in the day, this is the activity we're doing like Play-Doh, or if you're going to be, you know, riding a bike or out in the pool or whatever it is you're doing, um, use that activity as, you know, the, the, 
foundation for the shoot that you're going to do or just the pictures that you're going to take. Right. Um, so that, you know, they know that the pictures, picture taking is going to be occurring at this time. And so it's not just random like, oh, they're walking down the stairs and oh, they look super cute. Let's take their picture. Or, oh, they're suddenly picking their nose at the breakfast table. Let's take a picture <laughs> right now. So, you know, because as moms, we want to just capture every single thing they're doing. Right. Just like we don't like that, they don't like it either. So, <laughs> well, I do know. So, years and years ago, I worked for a big photography company whose name I'm not going to say. They were a great company to work for, but they they have a, a portrait studio section, and then they also did school photography. And I worked in both, but I did mostly school photography, where I went and took your kids' yearbook pictures, which in that environment ends up with awful pictures, by the way, because it's everything that you just said. They have been giving 15 seconds to prepare. They're lined up like cattle, herded in front of this really awful flash rig. Uh, it's blinding, and then it's one, two, three. All right, good, go. Like, I don't care that that wasn't a good picture for you. That's, uh, we've got a school full of kids to get through. That's why yearbook pictures end up awful, by the way. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but one of the things that I always, I despise when moms or dads or guardians would send a little note with their kid's picture packet, please make sure Bobby tucks his broken arm behind his hip because I don't want to see the cast is essentially what they were saying. I, I hated it. I hated it because man, this is his fourth grade year. He broke his arm. And when he's looking back at this, it's not going to make a perfect picture right now. This year's picture is going to have a neon green cast that Bobby's friend drew Charizard on. I get it. That's not cute. But in 20 years, he's going to remember the year he broke his arm and he's going to have the picture of the cool Charizard on his green cast. <laughs> That you are exactly right. And that is such a great, you know, a visual. That's such a great example because that's, that's kids. That is exactly what we want to capture when we're taking pictures is, is reality. What's real? What, what is your child like? What is their personality? What's going on in their world right, right now? Capture that, have that on camera, have that on film so you can always look back and see that. So I, what a great visual. I like it. So essentially not every good picture is a perfect picture. Right. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. You don't have to aim for perfection. Right. So if your child isn't giving you that perfect smile and looking directly at you, that's okay. That's mm -hmm. completely okay. Let them just be the person, you know, that they are and then love that photo that you captured and love that they let you capture that photo. <laughs> right. All right. So let's discuss, um, let's discuss on very, very basic terms, some photography hacks. I'm going to call them hacks. I hate that word. It's okay. overused, but let's discuss some photography basics to, okay. So your kids are cooperating. They understand that we're going to be taking some pictures later. And maybe it's especially now with a whole lot of back to school coming. Those are some of those pictures that are very, very posed, typically intentionally. Um, I know about the rule of thirds and I know about adjusting your lighting and making sure that the lighting is behind you and at about at their face level. Is that true stuff? Is, is that useful for orchestrating a real cute back to school pick? So number one is lighting. 
And lighting is so important, no matter, and I want to keep reiterating this, whatever kind of camera you have, um, even your camera phone, the way you light your subject or your, your kids um, <laughs> is super important. And I know, and I'd like to bring this example up too. You know, when you, there's certain mirrors and maybe like maybe when you're in the car, the lighting looks really good when you look at yourself and you're like, oh, my makeup looks good this day. You know, I look 10 years younger in this right. light or there's some, you know, you'll go in a bathroom at some restaurant or shop and you're like, ooh, this lighting is bad. Look at these shadows under my eyes. So we, the your photos of your kids, it's going to look the same if the lighting is bad or off. Right. So lighting is super, super important and you don't need to have, you know, a light stand and a soft box and all mm -hmm. of this gear. Actually, as a professional photographer, I use natural light. So I don't even use big fancy setups, lighting setups. Right. Um, I recommend for people that are just beginning and wanting to get better pictures of their kids, start either by using the light that's coming in from your windows um, or just the light outside. Put your kids in the shade so that there isn't lots of spottiness going on or heavy yeah. shadows or heavy well, highlights on them. That squinty thing going because the sun's in their eyes. Right, right. A lot of times I think that's a misconception too, that the light has to be directly in front of them. Mm -hmm. So they'll position the kids so they're looking right at the sun and you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get those kind of just wrinkly faces <laughs> that just cute, but not cute. And um, so if you want it to look more professional looking, just be Number one, be very aware of the light. And it's, and again, like I said, not a fancy light setup. You don't even need to know all the different, you know, calculations of how the light should actually look. Just eyeball it. Mm -hmm. Look at your kids. If the light looks good on across their face, if you don't see a lot of, you know, speckles from the, the tree shadows that are coming, then it's going to look good in the picture. If you step back and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look good, it's not going to look good in the picture. So right. just be aware. Look at that before you start snapping pictures. Be very aware. Also a great hack when I'm talking about being aware of things We've all taken the pictures where it's like, you think like, oh, my kid is super cute, but why didn't I look at that, you know, big pile of dog poop that's in the background <laughs> or that trash can that's back there? You know, I wish that wasn't in the picture. So also number two, be very aware of the background because yeah. we are focusing in on our kids and what we want to take a picture of and we can get the best picture and then the background just blows it. Yeah. And we so, don't, we don't notice it until we've sent it to half exactly. our Facebook list. We're like, oh, well, awesome. Exactly. So it's just kind of training your eye to look at your kids before you take the picture and then look at what's around too. Because a lot of times it could be like, oh, well, let's pick up, you know, this water bottle or this piece of trash that's on the floor right by them. So it's not in the picture. <laughs> or maybe there's, you know, kids in the background playing basketball at the park and you don't want to, you know, shoot the whole game that's going right. on. So just, you just kind of just move shove them. It out of shot. It doesn't actually have to be put away. Just shove it out of shot. Yeah. Yeah. So just being aware, being very aware of the light. That's number one. Um, and just, you know, just eyeballing it and then just making sure things in the background are or are not where you want them to be. Right. All right. So I'm going to pause you right there. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be back with some more mom centric photo tips here in just a sec. <laughs> All right, and we're back.
back with Emily Supio from Cozy Clicks. Uh, the first half of our episode, we talked about how to take good pics with our kiddos. And honestly, with those tips that we gave and our already habit of having the phone out way more than we probably should. Now let's discuss getting mom in those photos. So have you ever seen the uh, internet jokes where it's pictures I take of my significant other and my kids and they're all, they look like they all followed your tips with nice background and pretty lighting and everyone's smiling and happy and picks my significant other takes with me and my kids. It's like, I've got a mouthful of goldfish and my hair's draggled off to one side. Have you ever seen those, uh, those memes? Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> and is it, you know what? It's, completely true (laughs) so but i know i am not model perfect or instagram ready constantly like i said at the start of the show but i have really been having to force myself to put myself in the practice of getting in the damn picture because i see my own insecurities and i somehow believe that my kids are going to see those same insecurities so i'm like well my fat ass doesn't need to be in that cute kid picture but here's the thing is that photo right now is for me in 15 years it's for them that is exactly right and it's so super important to get in the the picture with your kids you guys um and I, I remember a couple years ago with my my oldest son. Um, so he's, like I said, he's almost 12 now. He must have been, I don't know, maybe this was maybe like four or five years ago. There's a picture of us that I have printed. I have in a frame actually. And I hate the way I look in it. Like I have like a mid laugh. I've got like triple quadruple chin it looks like like I'm just hunched over like I just look it's a little bit blurry too yeah and I'm standing next to my son and he's also laughing in the picture and he's looking at me and I remember like looking through that like my pictures and thinking like you know that one's just going to be like I'm just going to trash that one just delete 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 and he's looking over my shoulder and he's like wait I like that one he's like and I'm like but like I, I look so bad and he's like no you look beautiful mom yeah and I'm like all right and he's like yeah you know that just makes me happy because you know we were just having such fun that day we were having a good time and you know I just remember you know and I don't even know exactly what it was we were laughing at but he was telling me at the time you know I just remembered that memory and that memory makes me happy and pretty much what he was saying is when I look at that picture I remember a good time with you mom yeah and that's when I'm like oh okay so that's you know he's not looking at my quadruple chin he's not looking at how I'm slouched He's not looking that I'm not wearing makeup. He's just remembering that memory. And I love seeing that picture now and just remembering that that memory and remembering yeah. his reaction to that too. Yeah. So um, it was kind of at that point too that I just started getting in the pictures more and being very intentional. So every time I go out to take pictures of my own kids or I'm taking pictures of my kids, and I'm lucky that some of my kids are a little older now, mm-hmm. I always hand them my camera. And after I take some shots, I'm like, okay, you take some of, you know, me and your brother now, or me and your sister, right. get us all together, or I'll give it to my husband, or we've learned to put timers on. So every time that I take pictures of my kids, I am intentional that there will be some that I also am in. And they're not always great looking, but no. I'm, I'm in the pictures, you know? See, honestly, I, so my family, prior to my two youngest uh, being born, my twins being born, we had taken a trip to Washington, D.C. Now, this was pre-quarantine, pre-pandemic, pre 
pre lots of stuff. But we took a trip to Washington, D.C., and my eldest was 10 at the time. Now, I have a DSLR that she sees from time to time that I use for, you know, the the fancy photos, the Christmas, the, I'm sorry, the holiday. We celebrate Christmas, but the holiday photos and the back-to-school photos. That gets broken out from time to time. But I handed her just a little, it wasn't even a Canon. It was a knockoff brand point-and-shoot. It had, like, a quarter inch zoom that didn't actually change how anything looked. It just made the lens move in and out. And I told her, I was like, I want you to document this trip. If you see a grown up taking a photo, even if it's not one of the grown ups in our group, if you see a grown up taking a photo and you think, yeah, I like this, I'm going to take this. Or if you see something that's really cool, I want you to take it. And honestly, 90% of those photos were absolutely unusable. It was unrecognizable. That is a big black patch of metal that I literally don't know where we were when you took that. Uh Hey, I've seen that picture before. (laughs) But 10% of them were the kind that go in exposés in museums of the human experience. Like, now I hand her my DSLR and I put it on, I don't know what the actual setting is because I'm not a real photographer, but I put it on the rapid click where it takes like 20 pictures in 10 seconds. And somewhere in one of those, every time is a really good, I didn't even think about it. And I find the less I think about me being in a photo, the better they come out. I start to overthink my own presence. (laughs) And they, I've got some great, pictures that aren't selfies because I handed my kid and she used this creative bone in her kid brain that I no longer possess. And I've gotten some fantastic pictures out of that. That is awesome. And you know what? Kids do have such a creative artistic eye too, and they probably don't even realize it. And and they just take that. They see what they see, you know, and it's just real. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for a mom getting in the photo, Think about looking back at your family photos. So from when you were a kid, do you look back at yourself? And aside from the occasional, ooh, that hair was a mistake, that tends to come later. Or, oh, mom, what did you dress me in? That's when you're much younger. But when you're looking at your toddler pictures, you might make fun of the pinafore that your mom put you in or the awful jumper that you're wearing. But you don't look at your mom and go, oh, my God, that eyeliner game was off. Jesus. No, you look at her like, oh, man, look at her hair. It's so amazing. She was so adorable. Like you almost never look at your own childhood photos with this critical eye. Yet we refuse to be in our photos for our kids to look back upon. And if you can look at your mom or your dad or your grandma in an old photo and go, oh, they were so adorable. How do you think your kids are going to act in 15 years? Get in the damn photo. Exactly. And I'm going to, you know, do it today. Like, don't wait to don't. And I know I said scheduling things before, but just make it a point to do it today. Even if it's just a selfie with your kid, you pull back, just start, you know, just start doing it. Just be intentional about it and just start doing it. Don't hide. Yeah. Start start normalizing that you you don't always have to be the photographer, that your body did the work of a goddess. It made 
it may have. We're, we won't generalize, but it probably made human beings. And if it didn't make a human being, your body was capable of extending itself around these humans that you procured through adoption or foster or bonus kids. Like you have made these your kids. You need to be in the picture. They need you to be in the picture because like your son, that's a memory for them. It's not a flaw. If we stop looking at our mom bodies and our mom selves as flaws, it makes it a lot easier for our kids to have memories to look back on and go, mom, you were so beautiful. Exactly. And now, Gwenna, I now like I feel like I need to do another photo shoot with my kids today. <laughs> and I think it was just earlier this week I was taking pictures with them. But I'm like, well, now well, they have to see what I look like today, my right. wrinkles and all. Like I'm not in makeup today, so let's let's do a real life one now. But it really like it, it is so it is so so important to be in, in photos. Yeah. All right. So let's do one more round of some hacks. How do you take a good selfie or in this case, a good ussy? What are your top hacks for getting a really good, I have to hold the camera with my own arm. If I'm really lucky, a selfie stick or maybe prop it up on a shelf. What are your selfie tricks? Okay, well, when I take selfies and I try to get all my kids in, there's four of them and one of me. So it's a lot of just like juggling heads and trying to get everybody in the selfie. So that's usually what I'm trying to work on. But like when I try to get a selfie and it's just one or two of my kids, um, I definitely, you know, I do that the whole arm extension thing. But Again, I'm coming back to light again. If I want myself to look as, as good as I can, I like to either, if I'm inside, I face a window. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see this too. You guys could even try this today if you wanted to. You can take a selfie of yourself and face a window in your house and take a take a selfie of you and you and your your child facing the window and then turn around away from the window so it's you know it's darker it's not the light facing you right. and take another picture and you're probably going to like the one better where your face is all lit up and you're glowing um it's just you know it's just going to look that much better yeah. um also i just try to when i take selfies i especially with my kids especially when it's not you know the juggling head act right. um i try to just get some candid like i will say okay smile um you know will you kiss will you kiss me will you hug me um i try to kiss their forehead or i just try to do you know silly things or silly you know like make a silly face at the camera yeah. so just kind of selfies are more i think just for you know quick fun and you know cool memories and a lot of those ones i take are the ones my kids end up putting as like their screensaver on their yeah. on their phones or pads but I, yeah they're they're fun i uh, i actually spotted the I didn't realize he changed it, but I had taken a goofy selfie and my husband and I have access to each other's Google photo drives because I take 98% of the kids' pictures. And so he just gets to look at them. He takes pictures of engines. And so I get to look at those, I guess, but that's neither here nor there. He's a mechanic. Um, <laughs> hey, fun. <laughs> but so I had taken a super goofy photo and what I had told my son was to try to lick my cheek because he's two and so he thought that was funny and i kept i kept hitting go 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 and so what my husband saw was the series of my son getting closer and giggling and then sticking his tongue back out just getting closer to my face and he said that was entertaining but he picked one of the most random set of that shot 
and he put it on his screen background for his phone showing that that he shows you know oh yeah no this is my wife and, and my son and my one eye is half closed and my tongue is half out because i was showing my son and my son is like literally drooling i was like that's the fucking photo you dick <laughs> 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 you but, must have, but in his eyes you must right. have looked beautiful if that's the one you know so right. we see ourselves so different than know. you know everybody else so well, you were that's, just a, a beauty queen that's what he said when he said yeah that picture it's one of my favorites i was like why he said because you look absolutely joyful both of you you are having the time of your life and i'm not even fully sure what was happening to lead up to that because i wasn't there but you that's those are the faces of joy and that's how i want other people to see my family as is as joyous i was like well that was sweeter than it needed to be (laughs) that is sweet but you know so true when you photo should evoke emotion and when you can take a picture that evokes a happy joyful emotion in somebody then you've taken the perfect shot yeah yep that is that is absolutely true and we I I made a rule after I left that photography company, I made a rule that I am not allowed to delete any on purpose picture until someone else looks at it. Now, obviously, if it's just, you know, my hand brushed it or, you know, I know why I took that picture so I could remember what I was doing because I needed to wander off. But any picture that I take of my children or me, I am not allowed to delete myself until someone else, be it my eldest or my mom or my best friend or my husband looks at it and goes, yeah, this one's better. I I like this one better for for these reasons, because I am the worst judge at what photos I've taken that are good. Like I need someone else to essentially validate. Yeah, that one's better. Mm, No, that one's pretty good. Or, oh my gosh, that's the best photo on the roll. Roll. I dated myself there. <laughs> but hey, I hear you. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the best photo. So that's something that I encourage all of my mama cusses folks to do is if you've taken photos of your kids and you've got a few of them, show them to someone else that you trust, that you love, who will understand, you know, the dynamic that you've created there before you delete anything. And especially show your kids, let them tell you which one mommy looks pretty in, because you probably don't believe you look pretty in any of them. And that is so true and kind of circles back to what I was talking about initially when I was ready to delete the picture of my son that I now have framed. Right. Because he was over my shoulder and, you know, confirmed that, no, that is a good shot. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I like that second pair of eyes, second or third, (laughs) or, you know, all four of my kids could come in and approve. That might be a process. All right. Well, that is just about all we've got time for. Emily, before we go, please tell my listeners where they can find more about Emily, about Cozy Clicks, and if they're in your area, can they hire you? Well, I... um Actually, if you are in Phoenix, because that is where I am, and you would like child or family photos, I am all about that. But if you are not in Phoenix, um, I also teach photography. I'm a photography educator and Photoshop educator. Um, The majority is online. And my blog, Cozy Clicks, is full of all kinds of tutorials and articles and videos for you guys for free that you can go through and kind of start to get the basics of working more with a DSLR camera. 
Um, I also have a podcast just like Gwenna called the Stay Focused Podcast. So if you are more, you know, in line with learning more about photography, you can listen to me. And that's more of a workshop style where I teach specific things and have guests come on and teach very specific things about photography. Um, and then finally, I offer a free boot camp for you too. So if you are in the mindset that you want to learn that DSLR camera and you want to take better pictures, you can go to cozyclicks.com forward slash bootcamp and you can watch my free uh, my free online class. So you can, you know, get a jump start on how to take better pictures of your kids and just how to work the camera and take better pictures in general. All right. Fantastic. And listeners, all of those links I will get from her and they will be in the show notes on mamacusses.com as well as any other resources she wishes to leave you guys. Be sure to follow Mama Cusses on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. All of those links are in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Mama Cusses podcast. As always, be sure to leave us a rating on Apple or Google or Spotify. That helps the Mama Cusses podcast grow. You guys have been absolutely wonderful. I adore you and stay fierce, bitches. <laughs>